Previously on the Game of Rassilon. The weird thing about this music is, uh, Travis, this is music that you recognize. This is music from your childhood, but also it's music that, that, that Carrie recognizes as well. And the cartoon was called Frowny Downtown. Do we still look like our normal selves? You are still recognizably yourselves. You look at each other and you see what look to be cartoon versions of yourselves. I don't know what's happening and I'm very frightened about it. I'm just too fascinated by my pockets, Doctor. Look, I keep pulling out new things. Look at this. Look at that. Well, golly, more visitors to our little town. We sure are having a run of luck today, huh? The cartoon characters open the door and point to a table where you see a pair of human men, one short, one tall, sitting, drinking coffee, and they appear to be in the middle of an argument. And like you, they are also cartoonified, but they're very clearly human. We came here for a, a singular purpose, uh, uh, the, the culmination of our life's work, Doctor. We're here to find God. Travis, you are eight years old. You are having a nightmare. Something is chasing you. What is it, and where are you? I think that uh, I'm being chased on land by Jaws. You're being chased on land by... Now, when you say Jaws, I, I, I think we can assume you're referring to the, the James Bond villain. No, I'm talking no. about the shark. That just getting out of the water is not is not safety enough that uh, land, land shark yeah did travis see land shark <laughs> and land shark. it scarred him for life no uh, probably probably not sorry. It, it's delivery. Probably um land shark star, star wars toys um <laughs> land shark. that was a real sketch that was allowed to be on television like yeah, somebody was like I, it, it's very funny but can you imagine being in a writer's room today going Okay, what if there's a land shark and it knocks on the door and tries to get you let it in and it just keeps lying about who it is and then you open the door and it's a shark that eats you? Yeah, the land shark operates on Dracula rules. That's <laughs> that's the entire sketch. <laughs> so so you're on you're on the you're on the beach. Where 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 are you being chased by this land shark? I think in the suburbs. I think like the dream starts in a pool and and Jaws emerges, and then Travis yeah. gets out of the pool, and so does Jaws. And, you know, he's running I'm down not the done talking to you yet! Come back here! <laughs> <laughs> I, I want you to know that I'm imagining a shark with then two human legs about midway across the belly. And there's, like, the wet, like, barefoot, like, flap, 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 as it... As it chases you down the street as as adorable as uh, a sort of realistic street shark would be i think this is just a regular <laughs> shark that flops itself forward and the momentum just makes it like you know oh, i don't like that yeah that That's yeah terrifying. i'm trying to think of something scary okay <laughs> but it's also that like asylum film shark it's like the ghost shark where like it can appear like almost any water so like it's like a bucket of water spilled over the ghost shark comes out of it <laughs>
the rules. Absolutely magnificent. More like magnificent because the Meg is the scary shark from that movie, The Meg. It's a Meg. I tell you, as a concept, this has teeth. So picking up where we left off, uh, Dean and Scott, who are a married couple, one a scientist, one a uh, religious something or other, have just revealed to you that they have arrived in the land of fiction because they are here looking for God because they believe finding him here will prove their respective worldviews. So are you looking for like a particular God or like capital G God? I, I mean, I personally will take any God. Any of them being here is... That's that's a. I will count each and every individual god. I it really my hope is I open a door somewhere and they're like just all hanging out. That would be ideal for me. Ah, um. So all right, I. It's weird that I'm the one saying this to you because I'm me and I I've, I've made a lot of like comments about the afterlife being for idiots and things like that. But um. You know that pigs exist in the world, right? Yeah. But, okay. this, but no, but... nope, nope, just hear me out. I I, I have the conch. Um, okay. You know that pigs and rabbits and ducks exist in the world, correct? Yeah. Okay, and you, we've, you've met our friends uh, Hambo Waggly and, and Dr. Philip K. Duck. Um, so I just want to point out that pigs, rabbits, and ducks exist here. And so even if you find God in this fiction world... That doesn't mean that a god doesn't exist in the physical world just because there's a fictional world representation of god that also exists. Well, I mean, let's let's be let's be fair. It's not like there are I don't know, like if I encounter a rhino person here, does that mean there's going to be like a rhino person out there in the real world? That doesn't seem even slightly plausible to me. But rhinos are in I'm saying that what you, the god that you encounter if people imagine god and this is a world that exists on imagination, then that imagined idea of God will be here. That doesn't mean there are not omnipotent beings in the... By the way, just, just put it out there, I have met many, many omnipotent beings. So, like, and immortals. And I can, I can tell you that they do exist outside of this realm. So, whatever somebody imagines appearing here doesn't mean anything about whether or not exists in the main world. In, in our universe. Are you sure you're not one of the cartoons? Because this is all sounding a bit uh, wibbly, if you don't mind it's, my it's saying. It's very, very, <laughs> very, very wibbly I, 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 No, I think it's pretty spot on. In fact, like, I would actually almost assume that if I were, like, someone who was, like, mastering a game, and then somebody gave this argument, I would probably be annoyed at them because they just cut through this really intense debate that two of my characters were having. But that's just the thought that I was having. Anyway, no, it's, continue I was talking. actually going to comment that you, you started off on, on, on Dean's side here, and it feels like you sort of moved over to my side and then kind of... I, 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 I was strange. on your side the whole time. I was saying that... What I'm saying is that what you find here won't prove either one of your arguments true or false, and that... I, I apologize for this information, but I think you may have wasted a great deal of years of research trying to get here. Speaking of, how did you get here? Oh, uh, well, after all those, um, you know, years of work, uh, uh, Dean and I decided that uh, the, the only way to really solve the issue was to try and probe into the, the very heart of fiction itself and see if there's a, a common uh, unconscious core. Anyway, we uh, we built a, a marvelous uh, a vessel, our ship, 
um, and we uh, uh, we we came here, and, and we've been here investigating the question uh, since we arrived. Yes, and how we, long we... how long ago was that? Um, since it, well, we arrived. Um, it's it's been a long day. Yeah. Uh, I don't really. Do you, do you have any idea hmm. what damage your ship might have done to this world? I I I don't know the 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 the, the ship we were we were crashing through different barriers of of kind of metaphysical reality and then we were cartoons and and then we were kind of thrown from our ship and when we woke up we were we were in here in 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 Frowny Downton okay um no d- darling no no it's it's downtown it's not town. downtown Yes. So I've been calling it. So it's okay. So I was right initially. It is, it is the other show is called Downtown Abbey. Then I was telling you that's that's how you are supposed to. That's the pronunciation. No, no, no. Of the that's show. a separate. It's actually spelled entirely differently on that program. They. It's one word and they remove the second I, W. I don't understand this franchise at all. I'm sorry. I'm just. Well, not I, I mean, I'm just gonna say like like someone's name might be Silverman. That doesn't mean that that Spider Man is Spider Man. Like there are different ways to pronounce words in a single language so it feels weird that you're that flummoxed by it for someone who's a scientist but anyway well, no of course uh, there's I a hyphen wanna... in spider-man everyone knows this <laughs> and, and also i do want to point okay, well, out our, our I'm accountant sorry that i made is, a bad is, semantic is, argument <laughs> our, our, our accountant is called is 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 gregory spiderman so he, do, he does our taxes also leo superman he's exquisite uh <laughs> fantastic yeah, uh, and who and who milks your jokes? All right. Um. So. Um, <laughs> oh, we we got that covered by ourselves. Thank okay. you. That's Hans Milkman. What I'm saying is, I see the key word in your description of your own vessel is that it crashed through reality. Um. And the thing about crashing is that you often damage things when you crash. So. Oh, that's a good point, Scott. You what, have... Do you think the ship's going to be in good shape? It um. Yeah. Uh, it, it. Of course. I mean, look at us. We're in perfectly. Fine. I'm sure the ship is in. Perfectly working order. Well, the world is not, and I think that's your fault. Uh, that 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 actually does track. If oh dear, I mean, we we designed the ship specifically to be able to break the speed of reality. It needs to be able to puncture through the membrane of metafiction in order to pass through into the land of fiction. So, if oh no, by if observing the, sh- the, the object, we've in fact influenced it. And, oh and if the engines are still running at the crash site, that could spell disaster for this entire how metaverse. did you all and also get here i just want to point out again that your you bringing yourselves here means mm. that you have tainted the experiment because now you've brought your own imaginary ideas about god into this world which means that you you may have actually created a god who exists here now because you were imagining a god you see like that i I'm guessing that nobody funded this experiment, or nobody nobody passed it on any sort of ethics level. Um, I mean, it doesn't feel peer reviewed, is what I'm saying. It, listen, the University of Mars takes its research projects very seriously. Is that um, why it threw it you just, out? It just doesn't. I, hey, they didn't throw me out. We threw ourselves out in a no, ship uh, that can travel uh, faster than reality. That's Thank you very much. Yep, see, I, I very proud know. of that. I don't know what year you're from or, or why you left Mars. I just had a feeling that's what happened, and you just confirmed it for me. Thank you. Um, you said that you crashed a ship, and its engines are running, and that those engines continue to do harm to a world. So I feel like that might be something we should go ahead and put an end to. Yeah, we should. If that is the case, then we absolutely need to find the, the ship as soon as possible. Um, do we... 
Did we get around to fitting the tracker on the Russell's teapot before we took off, or was that Yes. Not... Right, no, of course, I have the... Um... Wait, sorry, Russell's teapot? Oh, yeah, we named the ship Russell's teapot after... Um... Oh, well, after Russell's teapot. Yes, we are. Uh, well, you see, we first met, I had to borrow a friend's teapot, and it started a whole argument between us, and, it, well, obviously the argument has continued, so we thought, you know, in honour of... Anyway, and... um. It, it's it's actually it's actually kind of a funny story. We we actually incorporated parts of the debate we've been having into our vows when we got married. It was actually very very sweet. It's very uh, yeah. Uh, it sounds like a lovely ceremony. Anyway, can we um just find your ship? And yes, I think okay. Scott's going to remove a device from. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, Scott's going to remove a device from his pocket. Uh, the uh, the meta scanner, um, and uh, do a ping for the ship. Well. I, I pinged it. Do you tell me about it? Oh. oh, oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, it pings and uh, you are getting... Uh, oh, that's right. Kind of... You're the game master. <laughs> oh, yeah, it me. Um, no, I thought I thought we let Dan GM for part two. Oh. Uh, a big rock falls and uh, kills you. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> you know what? In this oh. world, that's not implausible. Suddenly just a rock falls and then we look up on a cliff and we see a, a coyote who's like rubbing his hands and... Um, yeah, then out yeah, from so behind s- the rock, Scott uh, stands perfectly unharmed. Uh, and he's like, oh, that was very strange. Anywho, um, let me check the scanner. <laughs> As Scott is reading the dials on the, the, the oddly shaped scanner... Um, Carrie, you notice as he's, as just as he's looking at the scanner, there is a thin crack in the wall. Um, the kind of crack you get in an old, old building or house. It's just the, the, the land has shifted, but it looks like this crack is starting to kind of, um, extend and climb up the wall. Um, I'm also imagining, the ceiling. so I'm also imagining this kind of like an animation cell degrading, like kind of crack in the, yeah. the paint sort of vibe. Yeah. The paint's that... starting to chip a little bit. Like the, the, okay. the background paint is starting to kind of come apart and you're able to, uh, if you were to look carefully, you can see um, like the, the the pencils of the background behind it. Um, but uh, uh, Scott, your scanner is picking up signals coming from the. Uh, I think I said. I think I was still saying the east when mm-hmm. uh, when Riley did her scan as the doctor. So you're getting you're getting uh, uh, signals from the east. They're a little bit more defined than the signals that the doctor got on her sonic uh, earlier. Um, there is a uh, a strong vibe coming from uh, about two miles east of where you currently are. Well, I don't believe vibe is a scientific... Uh, oh, right, I'm the religious one, never mind. Um, we're getting a strong <laughs> vibe uh, from relative east. We should... Uh, perhaps the ship Scott, I, I don't think the vibe is a scientific term. You're right, I'm sorry. Uh, vibrato's uh, imminently bifurcating electromatics. Uh, that's what vibe stands for. It's a, it's a, a, a real unit of measure. Um, so yes, anyway, uh, East. Yeah. Um, as, as, uh, as he says this, you can, the, the roof begins to kind of, uh, crumble, um, and it starts to kind of, uh, like bow down towards you. Like it's about to, uh, like, like this cafe is about to collapse in on itself. I pull Um, out a tiny umbrella. Genius. Uh, (laughs) You absolute genius. I, do you want to spend, do you want to do a resourceful pockets pull for that? Or do you want to use a story point? I was just joking, but I'll just do a resourceful you... pockets roll. <laughs> okay, go ahead and do that roll. It rules that I love it, so please actually do it. No, I, six and a five. Oh, I was quite okay, close. Okay, you reach your hand into your pocket intending to pull out a tiny umbrella and instead uh, pull out a trout. 
And it looks at Goldilocks, hey, buddy, get it out of there. And then it just kind of flops out of your hand. I was hoping they pulled um, out like a cocktail umbrella, like it was too small to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's good too. Um, you, pu- you pull out a note that says "I owe you one umbrella." <laughs> Oof! Well, no. Uh, Doctor Doc is going to run towards the uh, the exit of the bar, uh, the cafe rather, and say to everybody, "Oof! Everyone, we must get out of here quickly. Climb in!" And then uh, Doctor Duck is going to transform into a car that is also shaped like Doctor Duck because I've just decided there was a. Uh, a weird licensing deal where the Franny Downtown characters were licensed as Transformers at one point. So you just hear a an off um, off they, brand. They, they were licensed as Shaperbots. Yes, they were licensed to the brand uh, Shape. Yeah, I love that Shaperbots. So you yeah. hear uh, Doctor Ducko, quick, uh, quickly, everyone, get in. Look, he's turned into a he's turned into a pickup duck. Dan, you beauty, I wasn't even thinking of it. That rules. Yes, so it's a it's a pickup truck with a big. I jump into his flatbed. The 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 cafe is about to collapse, so I would like everyone please to roll coordination and athletics. Does that include? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yes. Ooh, that's a ten. Nineteen. Nineteen's good. Carrie. Eleven. Oh. Um, the, the roof of the cafe comes down and the doctor, uh, I don't even remember characters' names. The doctor, Hambone, uh, and, uh, Dean and Scott are able to jump free before it crashes. Uh, just as Travis and Carrie are about to jump through, the, the, the entire cafe kind of collapses on top of them, burying them under rubble. Oof. Oh no! This, this seems bad. Oh, I'm, kind of, oh. I'm kind of imagining them like in the cartoon style where the rubble has fallen and they're both still there, but they're like covered in soots and like like frozen for a second. <laughs> like, that's what I'm and like and like obviously uh, Travis is holding his trout still. Blink, yeah, blink, blink. I, actually, I like that better than what I was going to do. So you are standing there covered in uh, both of you, Carrie and, and Travis. Covered in rubble, standing there looking kind of disheveled. Um, I am going to say that I'm going to take a hit to... Uh, you're going to take one hit each to your presence, because a cartoon character is largely defined by their presence. Um, but other than that, you seem... Uh, it's it's Wile e. Coyote after a thing has gone wrong. Mm-hmm. But other than that, you, you other than looking a little bit disheveled, you are more or less unharmed. I cough, and the uh, soot for, forms the word cough in the air. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Perfect. Has that, it's like has I'm that a cartoon sort of, writer or something. Has that sort of thing been happening a lot? Um, I would say, yeah. I feel like uh, this place is, this whole town really has been not. It, I would say it's accelerating now. We may want to, uh, uh, quickly, uh, uh Travis, uh, uh, Carrie, um, get in the, the pickup duck and uh, we should, um, continue, I suppose. Yes, let's all climb inside our mallet friend and heads to the crash site. I, 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 Carrie, are you okay? <laughs> I think so. Uh, that was weird. You, you, when you cough, a small um, uh, cappuccino mug comes out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Made out of smoke or a real one? That would be hysterical. It's it's a it's a physical like ha ah, and then a mug comes flying Amazing. out. 
I kind of like brush them off, like some of my dust off of them a little bit. And I go, guess mm. you should have ducked. <laughs> I think your story points are maxed out. Yeah. And and it's probably good. Um, oh, I've now ruined this tuxedo because I didn't change. Oh no! Just, oh, just brush it off, and all the dust. Yeah, like, it's like paint it's cut. a cartoon tuxedo. So the minute we change shot, it will be fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So does everyone climb inside the uh, pickup duck? Yes. Yep. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, Philip K. Duck, the pickup duck, drives you all to uh, the, the one and a half miles. I think I said. Uh, to the crash site. Yes, let's roll. Um, Oof. I'm Following... guessing my, my, my headcanon is that the reason why Philip K. Duck can do the transformation thing is that's something that was added in the, like, the, the tune, the, whatever it's called, the later version of the cartoon where yeah. he became, like, action and cool and edgy. That's when he had that power, but previous versions of him did not have that power. Yeah, yeah. I, I imagine it is, again, as I said earlier, I imagine it's a licensing deal gone horribly awry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, where for, for, <laughs> for, like, six months, there were 13 episodes of his characters turning into random vehicles. And then it stops abruptly. Or, like, maybe maybe there was, like a like, a fast food tie-in toy that happened yes! to be, like oh! they made like vehicles that, like the way mcdonald's had those batman vehicles yes. like, yeah like oh that but gosh. it's you just lay batman down and he has wheels on his back yeah exactly. yeah. <laughs> yeah scott has a device that is beeping like a proximity beep the closer you get to the crash site um and as you're driving scott the the device is now beeping rapidly the, the crash site should be directly up ahead of you Looks like we're, we're nearing the site. Um, and uh, Scott's going to look ahead. Is there, is there anything, I don't know, sort of different? Uh, you know, well, the, the world around you, it's still kind of cartoony, but like as, as the cartoon stretches out into the distance, you can see it kind of starting to fade to white, kind of similar to the void on the layer above. Um, but you should be, based on the proximity of the sound, you should, you're still well within kind of the cartoon territory, as it were. There should be... The Russell's teapot, the crashed ship, uh, right in front of you. But that is not what everyone is seeing. What you're seeing instead is a large yellow house with a white roof and windows that you can see the curtains or blinds or whatever they're on the other side um, have been shut. Um, but there was just this large kind of um, forced perspective, like uh, like Monster House kind of push. It seems to be pushing up and away into the sky. Um, but it's this very brightly colored uh, uh, kind of house. Very ordinary looking, but kind of jutting upward. How yellow did, house with a red roof. How did our house get here? That's that's our house. How is, how is our house? This is, this is where the signal is coming from, right? Exactly there. That well, were, were either one of you, like, imagining your house or thinking of going home or thinking of home or... No, I, I'm. I mean, no, I'm thinking about the. the ta this is strange. I wasn't thinking about home at all. I was thinking about the task at hand. I'm still very much looking to. Uh, mostly, I've been thinking about what your face is going to look like when I prove you wrong. Uh, Again, I you're haven't... not. You're not going to prove him wrong because your experiment is flawed. Uh, I'm going to use my sonic to scan both of them to see if their signal that was previously registering as like otherworldly, like ours, has weakened. Like if they're like starting to like. Because my theory is that they are starting to acclimate to this world and becoming beings of fiction themselves. Mm, um, that's a good thought, right? Yeah, go ahead and give me an ingenuity and technology roll. Okay. Okay, that is 19. 
That's a very good roll. Yes. Uh, so as you scan, as you scan Scott and Dean with the Sonic, uh, you are not detecting human life signs from them at all. Mm. They are every bit as fictional as the world around them. But the Sonic is still picking up human life signs uh, coming from the direction of the house. Okay. Uh, I also scan Travis and Carrie to see mm -hmm. if their signal is as strong as it was before or if they are also starting to become fictional beings. Uh, they are 100% human. There's okay. no sign of any kind of transformation whatsoever. Okay. Because I was like... Well, nice idea, though. I was like, oh, are they giving us a ticking clock? Um, but no, okay. So now I'm going to knock on the door of the house. Okay. Uh, you go to knock on the door of the house, um, and the, uh, the, it's a red door, um, with a little blue Okay, I, pa I paint window. it black. Okay, so you do <laughs> that. Down, down, down. Um, Wait, sorry. Um, and, uh, after a musical interlude, uh, the, the, the door just kind of swings open very, very gently. Okay. I look in the house. Um, you see... It's hard to describe. You can definitely see kind of the main entrance of, of, of a house, kind of the hallway of a... Uh, kind of an English house, where you would the stair... It's a hallway, there is a door to the left, door to the right. Um, there's a stairway going up to the, the main level. But it stretches on far beyond the uh, the 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 depth of the house from the outside. It is... Uh, there You're are... saying it's bigger on the inside? I'm saying that's actually a very good way to phrase it. Yes, thank you. It is It is bigger on the inside than it is on the outside. Now, my what? question is, is it a cartoon house inside as well, or am I looking into a real house now? It looks more real on the inside than the cartooniness of the outside. Okay. Um, is there a real housewife inside? No. Um, I'm going to walk inside the house. Okay, I'm going to creep inside the house because I want to know if I hear xylophones as I do. I was going to say, yeah, you definitely hear bling, 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 as you t as you take each step. Um, Doctor, as you pass the threshold into the house, you lose your um, cartoony uh, facade veneer and you, you look like you again. Okay, I um, thought that might happen, yeah. Yeah, um, and the xylophones stop once Travis passes the, the threshold. Okay. Um, I'm gonna try to like head towards the signal of humans that I that I'm picking up. Um, the the signal seems to be coming from uh, kind of beneath you, so you would probably want to find some kind of doorway to uh, like a basement or a uh, I guess basement basement's the only word. I don't, I, I'm struggling with what else it could be called. Is basement okay, the only word? A cellar. Cellar would be cellar. another word. Yes, yeah, cellar. A very English yeah. cellar. Um, what happens to uh, Dean and Scott when they? Uh, as Dean and Scott follow behind you, they also appear to transform into kind of human shapes. Um, but the cartoon animals kind of stop at the threshold of the door. They're not, they're not coming in. Um, but uh, Carrie also transforms back into her regular human shape as she passes the threshold. Assuming, uh, Kate, that you also want to follow. Yes, I was assuming I was following. Okay, so yeah, so you're kind of in the, the the kind of the the main entrance hall of this house. It's a it's it feels like a very narrow space, and yet you all the uh, the three of you plus Dean and Scott all fit in it comfortably. And once all all five of you are inside, the door closes, and you hear a click coming from the door behind you. Yeah, well, that's never good when the door locks itself. That's I mean that's uh, storytelling 101, says uh, says Dean. 
The door's always I mean, going to close behind us. I, I mean, think. I mean, you walked in with us too, so don't get too cocky about that. I mean, that's just the thing you also were part of. Um, yeah, Dean, so mean. Yeah. He's always he's <laughs> like this. It's honestly it's part of his charm. He is. Oh yeah, I, I pick apart your entire belief system, and that makes me mean. I I scan them again to see if they are now giving off human uh, energy, or if they are still kind of reading as fictional to me. They are still one hundred percent reading as fictional. Okay. Um. All right. Um. I'm gonna keep following. I'm gonna try to. I'm looking around for a door for the basement then, or a cellar. Okay. You. Mo- uh. There. There are doors that seem to lead. Uh. Into other rooms. Um. There. The kind of this. This hallway just seems to stretch on forever with doors. Um. Along both sides and a stairway that goes up. Okay. Well, if there's a cupboard under the stairs. I'm gonna kick it in and say, "Not today, friend." And then I'm gonna. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna look around. I'm gonna like. I'm gonna. Start, I'm gonna start checking doors for for down steps. Okay, yeah, you um, you get to one door and uh, you pull it open. It does not lead to down steps, but there is uh, there is something beyond the threshold of uh, of this room, and it is a uh, kind of a beach area. There's kind of inside this room is a beach with a uh, sunny sky above and kind of washing waters r- rushing uh, back and forth against the sand. Oi, do you do you have a holodeck? Do, if oh. we had a holodeck, I don't think we'd need to break into the land of fiction because we would just Lord, go to that. Although, actually, that's an interesting question. If we create God on the holodeck, does that make him real? Answer is no. I answered it myself. Boom. Well, I mean, okay. the answer is probably you're yes because the holodeck creatures sci- always come to life. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say you're a very bad scientist. Um, because also create- he's a terrible. He's not good at Star Trek. He's just not. He doesn't get it. Yeah. I mean, uh, um, well, I mean, if you if you go by Star Trek rules, there's like. God definitely exists and he's a satellite. Anyway, um, I wanted to say that um, if... Okay, is this normally part of your house? Does your house normally have a beach that you open up to? Uh, do, you, do you live in the house from Muppet Babies, is what I'm asking. <laughs> uh, Dean walks over to the door and says, no, this is usually... Um, uh, this is our dining... This is where our dining room is, right? Is it where... Is it? it we it have is. guests over and... Um, but... And as Scott walks through the threshold of the door... The, the sort of beach, much it, it's much like a holodeck, funny enough, but the sort of the other people and figures and, and set of this sort of, for lack of a word, it's, it's a memory, and you're inside the memory of Scott uh, uh, at, at uh, well, Dean and Scott's uh, wedding at the beach. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, the waves are rolling in, and it's a lovely ceremony, and it's, it's a... Scott turns and says, I, "It's it's exactly as I remember. It's it, it's it is just like the clear sky, the, the that one seagull that kept circling overhead. Uh, that, this is this is the this is the, the this is the white chair that I got that splinter on just before the ceremony. This you is all well, okay. Well, while the two of you are playing the game, I'm going to step back and uh, <laughs> wait while you guys go in that room. While you, while Scott yeah. and DME, not yeah. you guys, but those two guys, um, while they go in that room, I lean back to I kind of like put my arm out to keep uh, Travis and Carrie from going in the room because I want to talk to them for a second. Mm-hmm. And while while those two continue going on about their memories, I just yeah. go, "Look, I don't want to alarm you, but they are not real." Whoa. Is this you know, sand it, not it, real? I don't like sand. Uh, 
Well, I see what you did there. Um, it is, it is, it is coarse and irritating. Gets everywhere, but it is. Uh, and, and Travis, you won't get that joke for a while. It's fine. Um, but, um, yeah, they, they are not real. The sand is not real. This, this is all not real. But it it's also funny. is it, real because this is land of fiction, and fiction is re- it's it's very complicated. It's it's so but. funny. If two years ago someone had said this to me, I would have said what? But I mean, doctor, I yep, I believe you. <laughs> Well, great. I'm, I'm glad you don't think I'm a liar, but I, yeah, I'm just saying, like, I, I hope that you are, are both aware we've been walking around talking to cartoon characters for the last hour. I think that, like, that part should be established, and I'm saying that these two are also part of that. They're not... Now, there might be a version of them from our world that imagined these two, but I don't know what's happening yet, and I'm still trying to figure that out. Oh. Oh, so this isn't good. Yeah, I think we passed that a long time ago, to be honest with you. But, um, yeah, I think um, <laughs> there's some weirdness happening here for sure. Should we maybe start checking other doors? I don't know. Checking doors usually doesn't end up to good things in cartoons. Yeah, and I also saw Bill and Ted's bogus journey, and the doors were very dicey in that as well. Um, but I also love a door, and I run, I run in the door and throw it open. <laughs> All right. You you throw that uh, that door open, and inside of this one is um, is a living room, a kind of a lounge in a in a in a kind of standard, kind of very American uh, living room. And Carrie, as you peer through this door, this is your living room. This is your living room from the house that you grew up in as a child. Um, so let's let you, Kate, describe that. What uh, what sort of uh, home environment do you think that Carrie had when she was, say, eight years old? Um, I'm going to draw kind of influence from, I think, the one I had in Texas. So there, um, there is a, a 30, I think it's 36 inch. No, it probably is larger. Anyways, there's a, there's a medium to large size TV on the inside of a wall that has cabinets at the bottom. And then, um, around the TV are carved in bookshelves where you can see like VHSs and DVDs. And then next to that, just to the right of it, is a brick fireplace um, that is gas with a with a mantle that has little tchotchkes and family photos over it. Next to that would be an aquarium tank that's full of African cichlids. And uh, the sectional that is also in the living room is made of the, this brown sort of leather look and on the back side behind the large side of the sectional that's not up against a wall is giant windows that you can see the backyard okay uh okay and uh, sitting in the middle of this space kind of uh on the floor in front of the tv maybe sitting a little bit too close to the tv holding a gamecube controller is a very young carrie you recognize this as you about the age that you would have been when you were playing the game Tack and the Power of Juju on the GameCube, because that is what this version of you is doing right now. Aww, look at that little dumpling. That's me, guys. I mean, okay, it is you, but it might also not be you the same way that Dean and Scott are not really Dean and Scott. Little itty-bitty Carrie is playing on the TV. Uh, Suddenly she kind of leans back in fear and you can see on the tv uh these kind of anthropomorphic giant monster vegetables carrots 
um, start to pull themselves out of the television, the ring style, um, as they flop down with a fully open maw and eat the young carry in one bite. And then they, they, they start to steady themselves up on the floor uh, and they look to you uh, with menacing black eyes. Like a doll's eyes. Close the door, close the door, close the door! It starts, it gets up and it starts charging towards you. I'm just imagining uh, like I... a pepper hopping, which is very funny in my mind. <laughs> like a hopping bell pepper. Anyway. Yeah, definitely slamming the door. <laughs> Alright, you, you slam the door on the carrot. Uh, and as the door is shut, you hear the door rattling from the other side for a minute, and then it stops. That was a really weird nightmare that I gotta tell you guys about someday. Oh, I think we just saw it. I think we just saw. I don't know if we need to tell about because I think it just no. happened. No, 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 no. You, you, you didn't know the part about. There's this magical wizard boy I was into, and that fandom got into that dream, and uh oh okay um you know what carrots there, there are like workplace like lines that don't need to be crossed um and then i i take i go i go travis do you have that marker still yes and i hand it to okay. the doctor i put an x on that door um with the marker and then okay. i hand it back to travis okay that door's and been then, marked and then i go to the next door and i open it because i'm an impulsive doctor all right <laughs> um uh, you open the room, you open the door, and the room is just full of, it's, it's another kind of living room situation, not dissimilar from the room, uh, that, uh, that Carrie just saw, mostly because we were using the set, uh, and it's just full of cats of all different colors and patterns and stripes, all having different conversations in different, uh, human voices with different accents, um, and it's just- Are they, are they all introducing themselves one by one and describing how they deserve to go to the heavy side layer? <laughs> uh, no, they're just mid-conversation And once they realize that the door has been opened They all kind of look at you And a small black and white cat uh, near the front says Do you mind? This is a private club And walks over and shuts the door <laughs> on you. I go, well, Carrie, you got what you wanted Oh, I uh, was Tra- really Travis hoping they'd a- be friendlier Travis draws a smiley I mean, face on that door I mean, no, Carrie, I, I love a cat, but you have to know that's exactly what a cat would do in that situation. I was hoping we would be cats at the same time they were ca- Anyways, it doesn't matter. Next door. Okay, we go to the next door. Um, you, you open the next door, and on the other side is, uh, is Dean. Uh, with Scott standing right behind him. And they seem perfectly normal, and, and, and uh, uh, Dean says, Nothing in this one. What are we, what are we looking for? Um, are they still wearing the same clothes? Like, does, does Dean still have the science shirt and the lab coat? Yes, they're still wearing exactly the same clothes they wear as cartoon characters, although now Dean's badge that says science is now very clearly an ID from the science department at the University of Mars. Okay. Um, now, sorry, you were in that room down the hall. Does it, these rooms connect, or how did you get there? Um, I don't really remember. We cu- We watched our wedding ceremony and the tide started to come in and there was a shark there was a i think the only scott would you just would you say that was was a, a land shark Is i that would really say good? it our wedding was rather unceremoniously ruined by a shark that climbed out of the water and began chasing people 
sort of hopping about. Is that one of your? Yeah. Did you one of you and your weird little brains? Who ruined our wedding? Which one of you added a shot? Actually, it was very funny. I'm not going to lie. I I want to be mad about it, but it was, it was this is wagging about on his arm. little back feet. My oh, aunt Beryl got fully eaten. That's we've funny never to me. liked your aunt Beryl, darling. That's, Come a, along. that's beside the point. It was very funny. Anywho, um, Dean, I don't mean to be a real scot about this, but did you? Is this room just our living room with all of your commendations on it? And actually, yes, you can see the space behind Dean and Scott is uh, is is Dean's office, like a like an office in a house. Um, very nice wooden desk with a com- with a couple of computer monitors. But there are tons of uh, like framed like diplomas, degrees, awards. Um, there's a glass display cabinet. Um, there there's uh, a uh, uh, a kind of as a, as a focal centerpiece in one one wall is a uh, kind of a, a gold disc with with like the the kind of the leaves the kind of laureates on the side um, uh, with a, a, a it says University of Mars and then some weird future date that uh, Travis and Carrie can't pass uh, and and Dean says actually I do think this is, I think this is my office yeah this this seems a lot like my office all the imagination all the universe and you brought us to your office well it's a good office and I'm I quite just... proud of my achievements. I'm I'm just gonna put out there that I think in the realm of shark eating your whole family and then like nice cozy office, I think like maybe like we shouldn't be too judgmental about things that people think about. I just thought me you know, might say, um, great next door, and then I go down to the next door and open it. Well, I uh, I ask uh, Dean and Scott. Well, this is your house. Normally, where are the steps to the basement? Oh, we probably don't want to look for those. We don't. Oh, that's them. interesting. Where are the steps to the basement then? Oh, I'm sure we. It would be a waste oh, well, of everyone's just, time. Well, just for the sake of argument, just humoring us, how will we get to the basement? You don't have to go. How would we get to the basement? No, there's there's nothing that it's um. Look, buddy, and then can I use a story point to grab a a, a bat out of my po- my pocket, handy pockets? Um, uh, for for that that would be a resourceful pocket. So you want to roll your uh, both of your dice, and if you roll doubles, you can pull the bat out of your pocket. Or you can just spend a story point. That's in the rules. That's, that's, oh yeah, that's, we'll that let you is what she a... asked. Oh, it yeah. does let you asked. spend a story. Oh, that's I why forgot. I said. That's why I mentioned. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I apologize. I forgot that that was one of the rules. Yeah, you can spend a story point for that. Okay, I have eleven, so I'll give you one. <laughs> that's so general. All right. Yeah, you pull a full baseball bat, cartoon style, out of your bum bag. Yes, uh, I, I definitely hold it towards um, Scott and Dean and threaten them with it. Whoa! I, I um, don't know how cartoon threats work. Maybe like little expletive signs start popping up across, like my head, or like those little squiggly lines in anime when they're angry. <laughs> oh well, you're not you're not cartoon characters anymore. The car- cartoon oh, physics, right. I think, are probably still oh, applying, but you're uh, you're real again now. Yeah, Ben, I will spend a full story point just so Carrie can have one of those little anime anger you know what? That's... on her forehead. <laughs> That's fine. I'll, I'll, come I will, on, I will. I will let we you can say have it's that. like Scott Pilgrim style. Yeah, yes. yeah, we'll say, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll go heightened Scott Pilgrim style for this. Yeah, I love That's it. Great. The, the rageometer next to Carrie yeah. sort of blinks up a little. I would say Whoa, it's definitely uh, slowly increasing. Uh, uh, there's no need for for uh, violence. I, I'm sure the I'm sure the basement's here somewhere. I honestly I think Where? that's the wrong answer. And I would say Carrie probably winds up the bat and tries to 
take a whack at him out of the. <laughs> um. All right. Doctor, gonna... I think the doctor puts her hand on the bat. If that's what's starting. If doc- doctor is is okay with like a little bit of like cartoonish intimidation, yeah. but she's not going to be okay with letting her companion violently attack somebody, even if they are a fictional being in a in a construct. I was just thinking of cartoon rules, Doctor. It's not really hurting. Well, we, I mean, I, I definitely felt pain earlier, so I'm just saying, like, yeah. maybe it hurts a little bit. Um, I assure you Dean, my concern is quite genuine. Yeah, Dean says, yes, I, I just well, don't, look, don't... I can only hold her back for so long, so you better tell us where the basement I, is. The rage bar just keeps, like, increasing and increasing. Uh, I think I think we want to do a roll at this point. I think, can we have Carrie do a uh, presence and convince with voice of authority as a, as a buff? And uh, uh, Riley, as the Doctor is is also kind of part of the scene, you can also do the same role to help out if you like. Okay. And you both have voice of authority, right? Ooh. Yeah, mm-hmm. I definitely do. Yeah. Yeah, they I'm both the, do. I'm, I'm the Doctor. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. I got twenty. I got I got twenty one. Twenty one's very good. Carrie, what did you roll? Thirteen. Is it plus one more time? two? Is it plus two with voice of authority? Yes. Yeah, plus two. Okay, then uh, actually fourteen. 14. Okay. Nice. Um, Dean and Scott look at each other and, and they say, we, the, there's, there's a, a, a door under, across from the stairs, but I don't think we should, I don't really don't think we should go down there. I, I, I don't, I don't. I'm, I'm already heading to that door. I don't want to go. Please, doctor, please don't go down there. Please. I'm, I'm awesome. already at the door. I'm already at the door. Uh, Dean is now pleading, like, please, please, yeah, I heard please. Him. I heard him. I'm, I'm, I'm begging you not yeah. to open that door. Yeah, I got it. I got. It. I'm, I'm at the door. Uh, okay. And I think, um, I think Scott's actually going to sort of hold back Dean and and say, like, I, I think, I think we have to go down there. I, I, I can't. I can't. I can't. We, I, we can't. We're not ready. You got. You, you can stay here if you want, but we're definitely going. I was just gonna suggest that. You guys are, don't trust you. And Carrie does like that that eye finger thing, watching you guys. Dean, <laughs> Dean looks kind of paralyzed with some kind of emotion. It might be fear, but he he doesn't. He looks uh, deeply unsettled and uncomfortable. Uh, you open the door, and there is a set of wooden stairs leading down into kind of a black void. Uh, but when I say black, I mean I mean I mean a void in the same sense of the white space um, in the layer above Frowny Downtown. It's just uh, it's just black instead of white. And in the space in the center uh, of this this cold room is uh, is a a ship, uh, kind of a, a, a small smaller ship ship about. Uh, maybe maybe twenty foot wide and uh, about thirty thirty forty foot uh, long, and you can see the exhaust uh, is kind of facing towards you, um, and it is not. There's no power on this thing. There's no no lights. The exhaust is not uh, spewing out any energy or or fumes or anything. There is just this this craft sitting in the middle of this of this 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 blackness. Uh, illuminated by light that doesn't exist. It's just it's you, it's like seeing a three D model in a model viewer with no lighting. Is it giving me the signal that I've been picking up? Yes, this is where the energy is coming from, and this is also where your your human life signs are from. Okay, I investigate. I look around, trying to see if I can find if there are human bodies there, if they're alive. 
I guess there are life signs that like if they're conscious, um, and like I'm trying to get like the the idea of what the ship looks like and like what it, like how like what it, like are they like in a stasis? Are they running at like a control room? What's going on with it? Everything I need to sure. know about it. So you you walk down the, the the wooden steps into kind of the the the, the basement void, um, and the ship looks very the ship is very kind of homespun. It was it was it looks like it was built by two people with a lot of resources but not necessarily a lot of skill. Um, it is kind of vaguely shoe shaped with a big exhaust on the the heel, if you like. Um, again, the ship is cold and has not been powered up for some time. Um, but as you move around the ship towards the cockpit you see that kind of the, the 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 kind of glass dome that covers the cockpit area which is wide enough to see two people um looks looks like it's been kind of, it's it looks frosted over um like uh like it's been frozen all right um and it's a Gene and scott uh you you can just make out two opaque figures inside you can't really kind of see through the frost but you're getting Stronger now than anywhere else, those two human life signs that you were picking up. Okay. Um, I kind of point to the window to Travis and Carrie. Yep. Oh, we should go look it in there? for. Is it safe? Uh, probably not, um, but let's do it anyway. Uh, can I eyeball, uh, is the ship from an era that Travis would now be aware of? Um, I would say this ship it extends. I would say sli- just slightly outside of your uh, augmented Cyberman knowledge, um, Michael. Where would we put this? I think we were talking. I think that um, Travis and the Doctor would both have some understanding that this has the, the ship shares a common heritage with um, mm. the Void ship, which is a thing from the the new series, the Tenth Doctor era. Um, the idea of a ship that can traverse the void between realities. There's similar technology, but it's not. It's it's the same thing as like more than one person figured out DNA at the same time. Like it's not. Okay. It's it's not like yeah. they like are Cybermans or whatever. Like it's not. It's just a similar. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Science. Um, yeah, I, I would I would say that uh, the 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 build, like I said, is very clearly kind of very very homemade by humans in their very very large slightly uh faculty funded garage kind of feel yeah i think all three of you from from either the doctor and travis having adventures or all of you having watched sci-fi movies you know that they're in they're in like cryostasis in here yeah got it got it uh yeah i'll see if there's like an exterior control panel that i can sort of uh find to maybe you know give power to the ship which would presumably wake them up in the safest way possible yeah, there's a little safety hatch uh, near the rear exhaust that can be used to kind of start uh, as an, like an emergency backup, kind of like turning the crank on right. a, an old-timey car, but instead it's like a pull-down lever. Yeah. Uh, doctor, uh, I'm going to try to uh, give the ship some power and wake them up. Okay, be careful, because they seem very frightened about what's going to happen down here, so we want to make sure... Yeah, go ahead and do it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, and, yeah, so I'll, I'll go ahead and start doing it. Uh, you do that, and the ship lights up. the The engine doesn't start up, but all these little lights al- along the surface mm. uh, start blinking back to life, and the cockpit illuminates. And through the the cryo, you do see yes, that is Dean and Scott um, in cryo sleep in the uh, in the cockpit. They've been uh, suspended, um, and uh, a little LCD or a little little touchscreen display next to the lever 
shows a, uh, a message that says cryo, uh, cryostasis in progress, uh, disengage with a button that says yes and a button that says standby. Yes. Okay, you tap that um, and the cockpit begins to defrost. Um, and uh, as it begins to defrost, you see standing behind you the other Dean and Scott. Uh, and, and Dean says to you, uh, that that's supposed to kick in in the event of an emergency um, to keep us safe. Uh, I, I, I don't, I don't understand. I and uh, Scott is going to sort of bring Dean in closer and say, it's, it's, we, we crashed when we weren't thrown from the crash. We're still in it, aren't we? And Scott's going to turn to the doctor with that question. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh, I don't have any tissues right now. I have all my pump bag and no tissues. <laughs> you, you Harry's just your, like sobbing and like holding the bat. She's just like clutching it tighter. You know what? Her, like, hugging I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna spend a story point because I have some extra ones and why not? Um, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna reach into my resourceful pockets and pull out a, a whole t- tissue box, like the entire, like, the <laughs> comically big with like a tissue box, like a tissue sticking out of the top of it. And I'm yeah. gonna hand it to Carrie. Yes, I'm gonna do the comical like uh, character nose blow with that. <laughs> Perfect Foley. David, oh, eat your heart out. Oh, wait, I'm going to retcon. I didn't pull a tissue box out. I pulled out, like, a gigantic handkerchief. Yeah. I was after, hoping it'd be, like, a big way, clown. Yeah. Like... And that way, after she does that and tries to get it back to me, I can do the comical, like, keep it. <laughs> and it's just, like, soaking wet. It's just, like, dripping yeah. from snot. And then, if, and then, yeah, if you try to hand it back to me, I go, uh, right. keep it. Uh, Dean, <laughs> Dean, Dean looks at the doctor and says... What? What if we don't wake up? What if this is it? Um, look, I, I'm not from here. I don't know the rules here, but I have to assume you're still alive because if you weren't, well, first of all, I'm picking up life signs, so I know you're still alive. But if not, you wouldn't be here because I believe you're dreaming yourselves. I don't think I'm dreaming me. I think someone else is dreaming scott who the last thing before the crash i thought of was you i i thought of you and the beach and our house that stupid wall of diplomas (laughs) i are we doctor are we dreaming each other i mean i feel like that's semantics but yeah it's probably what's happening but what about our? What about the land of fiction? It's if the engines are not on, then what's causing the erosion up there? I think it's probably the hole that you punched in the universe. It's our dream, isn't it? We have to wake up. We have to wake up. Well, I guess that's what it is. Then I didn't. I actually didn't know the answer, so I'm glad that you said it because that actually I, makes it a lot easier on me. I'm. It's all, I'm uh, guessing. I'm, ge- I, I'm guessing, and 
And Dean starts to fade away as the Scott in the in in the cockpit begins to stir. And for a moment there are two Scots and one Dean. And which, then the which other one of those, which one of those is the great Scott? <laughs> in the end, we're all the great Scott. This is Aren't and all Scots great. <laughs> oh. And the the other Scott begins to fade away as the as as the Dean in the cockpit wakes up. And the Dean in the the, the the Dean and Scott in the cockpit wake up and, and, and Dean sits upright and immediately looks um to the seat at the side where Scott is and says, Are you okay are you okay? Yes, yes, I, I are you alright? I'm 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 fine. I were we dreaming? Y- yes. I feel like I feel like I was you. We were in our we were getting married again, or I don't We can discuss the semantics later. Um What happens to the land? How do we undo the land of we're in the land of fiction. Something and something's gone wrong. Terribly wrong. Something's gone wrong. Is it to do with us? At the stairs. Dean looks to the stairs and they are gone. And you're now kind of sitting in this kind of black void with just the ship and uh, Dean and Scott, who are now starting to climb out of the cockpit. Um, and Dean says the land of fiction was starting to erode. If we've woken up. What's happening? What do we think is happening? I would imagine the land is resetting the place it was before we crashed. Oh, that's not good. Why why is that not good? Because everything we've imagined here will start to undo itself. The land will reset to a default state. Well, were you imagining Frowny Downtown when you were crashing? That must have been an external signal from some other source. How did how did you all get here? Was there some sort of map? What did you do? Fall a bit? Sort of, yes. Um, we jumped and then we fell and then we're here. Oh, I mean, you're. How did you initially get into the land? Are you in a vessel as well? Sort of. Yeah, we have. I I I have a I have a ship that travels through space and time, and occasionally uh, when it's pushed hard enough, can go through reality as, as well, and, and that's what happened. We, we we followed my friend's instincts, and we came to this place, and then we were pulled into this kind of cartoony world. Your friend's mind must have interfaced with our ship uh, con- confounding the land. Perhaps it's a... <laughs> of all the things, it's a great big arbitration dispute, isn't it? Doctor, if this house and the Dean and Scott we met were dreamt by them and the coming here was Carrie's mind or consciousness or desire or whatever it was that brought us here, maybe her, maybe if she, maybe she can dream us out of here. And Travis turns to Carrie and says, would you be willing to go into cryo and dream all of us out of here, including yourself? Uh, move the ship 
with you in it and we will come with you and we will all get out of here. Okay. He did say it was arbitration. And so I think we need to get you to claim your parts. Hang, hang on a minute. If, if the land of fiction needs, it needs to pull from something, right? It was pulling, it was, I'm having a brain, it was pulling from, from, from me and Scott, from our, from our memories, from our, from our relationship, from our house. It was pulling frowny downtown from wherever it was pulling that from. That must have been from, from, from okay. you, right? So it just needs, right now there's nothing. There's just the void and the ship. We, so we, yes, we just need to plug a brain into it, right? Yes, Carrie, we need a, Carrie. we need a director. <gasps> this is my moment to shine. Hold my bat. She like leans over to the doctor and like <laughs> I take her bat. The bat. I'm like, yeah. uh, I think she talks to herself as she's walking to the place, like any good director does, and is like, all right. So first idea is that we're gonna get the trolley going over there, and then if it's big enough, if I measure the size of the plane, and they could go over there. And she's just and, muttering and, to herself. And it's just Carrie, like a montage of storyboards. Yeah. It's beautiful. <laughs> and Carrie, because this is your imagination, it's going to be creating it. There's no limit to the budget. Shh, Travis. I know. At, by the way, as Carrie is muttering to herself, I think in my mind, like we're starting to see storyboard things appear, like on like what would be walls. Like we're seeing things play out. Like, like even though she hasn't gotten the full like heightened powers she would get from the capsule. I think she's already starting to influence the world around it. So like we're starting to see like 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 a note like a whiteboard with notes on it that are like putting up yeah. our act structure and stuff like that. Like but a production like... office of her a memory production <laughs> office. Is it, it's just like a bunch of sticky notes just like of different colors like taped up to different boards and like ideas this being rules. crashed and like thrown back up and all sorts of nonsense. Alright. And I, I actually go, Carrie, I know that he said you were a doctor. Oh, a director, sorry, hit that again. Carrie, <laughs> I know that he said that you were a director, but I think I can say it even better. Anything is possible, and you are a god. <laughs> and I think, like, that's just, like, Carrie's last moment as they're shutting her in, like, into the cryosphere, just like, <laughs> as it's slowly closing. <laughs> um... Is there going to be a little bit of time between the, the, like, is there a process that needs to happen? Like, as she's locked as, as you're saying it, like, this, instantaneous? As, <laughs> as you're, as you're asking that, the, the, the glass of the cockpit begins to frost over, and oh. suddenly the, the, the whites, there's like a, a, like a wave of energy, um, that kind of spreads out from the center of the ship, and, uh, Kate, why don't you describe the land of fiction that you are creating in your head? Sure. Uh, so the last idea that Carrie had before, uh, she was, uh, shut into cryo, uh, due to the doctor was, uh, the god idea. So cats in little fancy suits who can talk start kind of popping up everywhere first because that's, that's the last thing that she thought of. So that's the first thing that pops up. And, um, they start, I guess, moving about this ship and taking different positions that are necessary to get this this ship running um even though it has no power uh i would i would expect them all to have different sort of accents 
um, and to know each other and, and uh, actually be polite, because this is Carrie's imagination, so they're going to be polite cats. And as they're can, I, around, can I make a pitch as well? Yeah, yeah. I think that Dean, Scott, Travis, and the Doctor are all now anthropomorphized cats, because Carrie said, <laughs> <laughs> Carrie said earlier, in my imagination, we were all cats, too. So I think that we're all cats, and there's probably also a like imagined projection version of Carrie that is a cat, just like there was a Dean and Scott earlier. Yeah. Yes! And some of these cats are like dressed like uh, the Rebel Alliance people, like prepping the X-Wings before oh my gosh. the Death Star. Yes. Right? The yes. ship is now a giant yes. cat backpack with the bubble in it. <laughs> yes. Actually, that's how Mr. Meesers like, appears in the ship, is like in the cat bubble. Um, in a little X-wing pilot suit. Astro Maxi. Yeah. <laughs> the rules. And and uh, uh, I I'm I thinking... believe you're trying to say Castro Max. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> this, this is, is some real teamwork in action. Um. So, uh, Carrie's cat version is kind of a, the female of Mister Meezer, So another Siamese, maybe. Um, uh. Uh, a little bit more toasty since she's a lot older than the other Siamese and as Siamese get older they get toastier as we all know um and uh she just meows politely at everyone because it's weird enough um and starts monitoring herself in the cry cryosphere and uh next uh I would believe that they hear a little bit of rumbling from somewhere and the combination of a Chinese lung with, uh, but with the tail of a narglatch, which is kind of like the tail of uh, a fish, but a little bit more webbed. So kind of like if the creature from the Black Lagoon's hands um, were actually a tail. So something that looks like that. <laughs> so it's not quite a full Chinese lung. And I would expect this uh, Chinese lung to actually have a face of a cat because this is Carrie's dream. Um, Perfect. And so uh, uh, Chinese lungs, if anybody doesn't know, have uh, four four paw claws. Claws, I guess is what we call them. So two in the front and two in the way, way back. So this uh, cat dragon picks up the, the mech that um, I expect that we're in and kind of, because Asian lungs are giant and... Um, super flexible it kind of twists its body like an anaconda around the ship to hold it and then starts kind of slowly taking off but i feel like there might be an issue with weight here like the dragon's not quite the cat dragon excuse me is not quite prepared for this amount of weight so i do anticipate some shakiness on takeoff uh do you want to do you want to do a little roll for that i i sure can yeah, well, because this is coming out of your imagination, let's go entirely with, uh, uh, let's go for, uh, presence and... Actually, I actually kind of think presence, just presence and ingenuity together. Okay. And I'm gonna get, uh, I'm gonna give you a plus four for voice of authority because you are the voice of authority in the land of fiction right now. Ha ha! Sixteen's good. I'm, that's that's perfect. That's that's a. Uh, I'll, put, I'll put that as a square. Yes. Yeah. This uh, this this cat dragon uh, is able to lift up with uh, carrying the ship and uh, the mech and everyone on, on board uh, without any issue. So what happens next? Um, 
Uh, I'm gonna reference Miyazaki because he's a genius. You know that kind of <laughs> flying that Haku does uh, in Spirited mm. Away? I'm kind of mm. imagining this, but a little clunkier, because remember, the lung is wrapped around this giant astromech thing, which is kind of clunky, so it's not exactly as windy-windy as it would like to be. And, and it's meowing all the way, by the way. I hope you know that this dragon is powered by meows. <laughs> that's how it works, yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's why up. the cats on the inside are now singing in unison the call of their people. Up, up, up <laughs> to the heavy side land. <laughs> 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 delical, delical, I know we can't use that for rights reasons, but I went with uh, Parody, parody, I like, baby. I like to imagine that they are singing the theme song to Frowny Downtown, whatever that is. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. They frown, they frown, they frown, they frown, they frown. Oh, <laughs> Turn your frown upside down. Anyway. Um. They're frowny, they're towny, they're frowny, downy, towny. <laughs> um, I, I would say they're probably flying by some cotton candy filled clouds, maybe a couple popcorn balls. We're probably sensing Carrie's probably hungry at this point. <laughs> there's like um, a full meal just plates of food yeah like things start flying by that you're like huh oh it's Miyazaki huh. so the food is beautiful yeah, oh, yeah. exactly so, gorgeous gorgeous food yeah yeah so like bowls of pho fly by a banh mi comes oh. crossing by um <laughs> maybe they get assaulted I... by a tangerine on the Would front be... of the would it be too much to add, like, a pack of six of those Mr. Kipling uh, Cherry Bakewells? Oh my because gosh! I think that's what I want right now. <laughs> a Bakewell tart flies by. Yeah. <laughs> One British snack amongst them all. <laughs> Statistically. Um. So right. so pretty pretty smooth sailing, besides that mm-hmm. small tangerine in the front of the cockpit, but, you know cat dragon took care of that but i i did forget that you know our our cartoon world was very uh uh in in disarray when we were first here so Mm. i'm hoping and maybe i have to roll for this but i'm hoping that as like they pass back through uh the different cartoon lands that they they visited today that some sort of magical sparkly healing is happening maybe maybe kind of a la cats with uh uh oh no what's his name oh i can't remember he played mccavity but anyways like you know a little mccavity idris elba yeah a little idris elba comes up and like says meow every single time and that's that's what heals up the little cracks Please i'm imagining me. that what's happening is they're just replacing the the new animated slides with the classic slides they already have so it's like a fade like we see yeah. a fade from the decrepit ones to like the standard background yeah. they've already had yep. for years yeah <laughs> a digital remaster yeah. is happening as you the yeah. dragon leaving a like a wipe like a, like a like a rainbow wipe goes through and then the yes! just the oh full cameras it. yes that yeah. yes i am a fan that, yeah all of the various cartoon lands below you not just frowny downtown but other shows that we won't name for legal reasons uh are also kind of regaining their their luster and <laughs> and fresh coats of paint full high definition transfers all the the whole shebang it's beautiful they're all in 4-3 ratio like they were intended to be when they were first created. Yeah. <laughs> oh. 
it it looks great uh and you you see now uh underneath the tree as you're flying above uh uh the, the land around frowny downtown underneath the tree that you first woke up underneath uh after falling through the hole you see down there you see the tardis um looking for all the world like it was painted uh as part of the backdrop like it's part of the animation uh sitting there waiting all right um Dean and scott you need to get inside my my, my phone box or is there going to be room in there for all of us? Yeah, it, look, we were just inside your house. I think on the inside. I think we've got it, that established now. Uh, go on in. Um, oh, all right. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. That's okay. the weirdest thing you've heard all day. You're right. The house was okay. fictional. You're telling me the ship is. You know what? Oh, it's fine. We're it's still in the I'll... land of fiction. Just go in the box. All right. I'm. I, in I go. Wow, it's bigger, etc. I like it's just like my house in here. Y'all are giving a speech, but I didn't follow you inside the box, so like we just hear you fade away as like, like you go. Inside. Wow, it's bigger. It's incredible. Would <laughs> um, you believe? And then uh, I run over and I go, "Okay, Travis, can you try to shut down the the cryo again?" Yes, and I at first I look up to the sky to make sure that the initial hole has sealed itself because I would imagine that Carrie has done yes, so. Yes. You you actually look up as the the last uh, little gap uh, knits itself back together, and then there's a bing like the yep. like the end of the Deke logo uh, as it uh, as it seals uh, firmly tight. How perfectly fitting! Uh, yeah. So once once that happens, yeah, I, I initiate the uh, I, I turn off the cryo and uh, you know immediately go over to uh, help carry out. Yeah. The the uh, the cockpit of the ship uh, defrosts and carry you. Uh, you awaken to see a cartoon Travis leaning over you to pull you out of the cockpit. Meow? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah, your cat. Sorry, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> Carrie, now, Carrie, I know you might be a little too weak to walk back to the TARDIS yourself, so I got you this. And then I reach in my pocket and I pull out the pogo stick that Carrie had earlier <laughs> and I give it to her so she can pogo her way into which I, which I know... In real-world physics, it will be harder to pogo stick than it would be to walk, but I think in cartoon physics, it's, made, it's like, oh, a, it's yeah, like having absolutely. a absolutely. Yes, um, as a cat, I will absolutely use that pogo stick. <laughs> I, I don't believe you're a cat anymore. I, I don't mean to be the I engineer. Mean, that be, but... uh, I, believe that's, that's, I believe that is the goddess Carrie's choice. You know, uh, uh, yeah, uh, sorry. Um, because we're not who in the said TARDIS that? yet. We're, we're still not in the TARDIS yet. I yeah. would expect that once we cross the TARDIS doors, that's when we turn back into yeah. ourselves. But I would expect us to still be cats right now. Okay, so dude, I, I have a really cute way that I want to end this, but I want to know what sure. everybody else wants to do first, because I, I, I want to do something, but I want to let everybody else have their like last moments. Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Into the TARDIS. All right, so Travis and Carrie... Um, go in the TARDIS, and then the doctor follows and closes the door behind her, and then we see the cartoon TARDIS, and we see it start to fade away, okay? And then the, the like, animation pans up to where that hole was in the sky, and then, like, we see the outline of that hole, and then it kind of fades into, like, a more, a different slide that has the same particular shape like that, and then we see the cartoon version of the doctor come popping out of that hole, and she goes, that's all, folks! Yes! Yes! The rules!
<laughs> I'm just yes. throwing in as many Asian references as I can into this. So I hope I I hope any Asian listener is laughing at my Mandarin jokes. <laughs> you know, it, it's 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 a thing. There's there is no way that you can go uh, anywhere with your family without somebody having a little tangerine on them, and that's like that's the gift you like give out tangerines for good luck. It's 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 very I don't know. Just if you ever need to try. Give an Asian a tangerine, and I promise you they will light up. Most of them. <laughs> Don't take my I, word. I, I don't speak for all Asian people. Never mind. Cut this out. Cut this out. <laughs> <laughs> no, it takes me back to Christmas. My, the bottom of the stocking is always a tangerine. That's a Doctor yeah. Who thing, too. Yeah, the Nobody likes tangerines. I love the tangerine. I'm just quoting the show. I know, I know, but I'm I'm refuting David Tennant, as I yeah. generally uh, do. Excuse me, but that is Peter Capaldi that says that. Oh, well, nobody's perfect. Oh, yeah, Tenet referred to Satsuma. Yep. Satsuma. <laughs> yeah. But, but Capaldi's the one that says two Santa Claus. Nobody likes the tangerines. Yes. He's just, he's just, he's just, he's just trying to, to get on Santa Claus's. Oh, golf. yeah. He, he doesn't, is, he is he doesn't mean it. I'm just, headcanon, he doesn't mean it. 